Broadcasting live from Ramanap Ruins on the plain of Amonkhet, but in a cool border, this is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome everybody to Tap Tap Concede. My name is Graham. Joining me is Cameron. Hello. And Nelson. Hi there. And we are here to talk about, I mean, a couple different things, but first and foremost, Time Spiral Remastered, and in specific, the old border cards. Oh, yeah. Or whatever the fancy name for I them is. I think it's, the technical name is Old Border. <laughs> Well, good. We got there. A reminder that this show is brought to you by Card Kingdom. Check out cardkingdom.com. You can buy this all there. That's a really good motto. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got there. Card Kingdom. You can buy it. They're great. We've worked with them for years. And if you go to cardkingdom.com slash LRR, that puts our code on there for our benefit. That just tells them that we sent you. And we do that because we think they're great. And if you say button, please... From loading ready run loading ready run button please that will give you a little one inch button and i think we're still on mute mm. i tested that mute just to get their pet to go to sleep this week and it was very satisfying like the little fox just lays down and has a little nap he's nice yeah it's adorable you take this round off buddy you don't need to heckle me it's cool your opponent will tilt me out without your help <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh you've been playing call time as well have you oh yeah yeah and of course this show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. So Time Spiral Remastered is coming out very soon. In fact, this episode will be going up on Monday and it comes out this Friday. It's a paper set, so it's not coming to Arena or anything. I actually don't even know if it's coming to Magic Online. I'll do a quick Google. Okay. Seems like the sort of thing that would come to Magic Online, but I don't know. But anyway, it seems like a fun time whenever we can do a draft. But the, the really cool part is that every pack, every pack, has these throwback cards, which are cards that have never been printed in the old border, the pre-modern border, which was, gosh, 8th edition? That's right. 8th edition was the first set with the modern border. Yeah. So we've had the current border for the longest amount of time so far, but there's 121 cards uh, that you can find one of in, in each pack. And I mean, there inarguably, there is an amount of nostalgia, but also I do think these just look kind of sweet. They look so good. Yeah. No, it, it really works. It really works. Time's Spiral Remastered will come out on Magic Online the same day it comes out on paper. So hey, nice. Uh, Friday after you're listening to this, March 19th. Uh, I may have to actually dust off the old Mitgo. That would make for an interesting and different Thursday afternoon LRRMTG, wouldn't it? Ooh, yeah, we could actually. Yeah, it's a good point. We should do that. LRRMTG, I believe, had its roots in MTGO. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. On the original MTGO. Yeah, MTGO 3.1. Right. With like the green felt yep. background and the absolute just mess of arrows all over the place i did find it funny when arena because playing arena from the beta to now the beta didn't have the big targeting arrows flying all over right. the place and they added that for clarity of sort of what's targeting what and it makes perfect sense it works really well on arena but on mitgo they used to have these big horrendous looking targeting arrows <laughs> <laughs> that just flew all over the place and they looked very bad. They were these weird warped polygonal arrows and like not good. And when they did the big refresh, they got rid of the arrows and they have this sort of like targeting indicator icon things that sort of like the target is coming out of this card and into this card. And you have to sort of put that together, but there's no literal direct line between the cards, which works much better for Magic Online, but the arrows work better in Arena now. But, but yeah, back when we started playing Magic Online, it was was bad <laughs> did not look good you can find some early vods around somewhere but it was a deeply unattractive game 
probably on our YouTube page. Hey, YouTube. Yeah. All right. Sorry, this isn't a Twitch stream. Shouting out YouTube is kind of irrelevant. My bad. We're going to edit that out, right? Well, no, no, no. Because, you know, people can enjoy Tap Tap Concede either on our YouTube, on youtube.com slash LRRMTG. Hello. Or audio only wherever podcasts are sold. Well, sold. Provided. So really, I should be doing a shout out to audio only people. Hey there. Hope I'm not breathing too loud. What's up, Spotify friends or or Apple Music peoples or I don't know those who still plug the rss into whatever they use are we on title no. <laughs> no you need to have at least two homerid counters to get onto title right oh sorry <laughs> amazing at the risk of being the actually guy the version of uh, mtgo you're describing is nowhere near the original which i'm sure you know the there was a version two and a version one and several different little dots in between version two actually mm-hmm. i think is kind of the community's favorite it was pretty great yeah there was uh the lobbies were animated but the game wasn't built on the thing with moto 3 was that like it was supposed to be and then they, they stopped at the last minute but it was supposed to be like a 3d world where you walk around and challenge people and you see each other's avatars if you if you yeah if you ever go in and look at your choose your avatar in moto 3 it was like the avatar is 3d you can like spin it around but then you have to just like pick one and then it's flat when you're playing the game at least this is what i heard i don't know if anyone was its full confirmed but yeah that 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 program has gone through some it's it's got some stories to tell. You know, it's a battle-scarred, weathered veteran of the digital game landscape. We did have an opportunity once to do a promotional event for Duels of the Planeswalkers mm-hmm. for PlayStation. And it was basically just that, like, we were playing Duels of the Planeswalkers and there was a set time where people would challenge us. And it was, like, sort of centrally organized, kind of. This was, like, before streaming really took off. So nobody was streaming. That would have been probably a better thing if they did something kind of similar to that now. Xbox did a thing as well that they called Game with Fame, really stretching the bounds <laughs> of fame there. I don't know what Sony's thing was called, but anyway, the the upshot of it was they they sent us PlayStations, which nice. was the dopest part, but then we had to use PlayStation Home okay. to do the challenges, which is like that you have your 3D avatar that you walk around and like walk up to people. And so they, they did like a custom PlayStation Home like world that looked like Ravnica. That sounds neat. That's cool. So yeah, so you could walk around this like very small part of Ravnica, but it was also, if you've read Snow Crash, it was like the description of the nightclub in Snow Crash, where like there's just this mass of avatars all intersecting their polygons into one another. And then once you sort of, then once you cross the velvet rope to get into the club, then you become... Oh, like solid? Yeah. There was a lot of that in PlayStation Home. PlayStation Home gave me like very like unsettling Snow Crash vibes. But yeah, that was a weird event because yeah we all just wandered around with our playstation home avatars and played a bunch of duels of the planeswalkers with people it was cool we got free playstations yeah that's awesome yeah it was very very odd anyway what were we talking about oh yes so speaking of things from before times that look different than they do now they have a whole bunch of cards that have never been printed in the old border now being printed in the old border and like i said i think they look awesome and not just because of sort of the nostalgia of this is how cards looked when i started playing the game that is part of it i'm not denying it but there's some of these that just look really sweet i particularly the mm. artifacts i love how the artifacts look yeah ever 
Sterling Chalice is just luminous with the brown border. Same with cranial plating. Well, cranial, not luminous, but like it suits it. Absolutely suits it. It's the Panharmonicon for me. Yeah. I feel like the Panharmonicon was just like mm. drawn with the old border in mind. Yeah. Although, yeah. although I'm possibly even more excited about like the Solemn Simulacrum. Yeah, the original art Solemn Simulacrum. Yeah. It's so nice that they're printing one of these one of these Pro Tour players that won the Invitational again. It's very reassuring. <laughs> Like, looking at this old Border Solemn Simulacrum just, I don't know, makes me feel a bit better about playing Magic. <laughs> like, we made it this far. We've got this, at least. Yeah, started at the bottom, now we're here. You know, the, the Pro Tour might be gone, but at least we get to look at Jens Thorin, you know, on a card that was printed in 2021. That's cool. Hmm. I like also the lands that have... The old land style was that if it tapped for colorless or multiple things, like in the case of Arch of Arazka, which just looks so at home, in this in this card frame then it had a sort of just a very very thin piped gold border around the image which was very cool but then any land that produces color like ramanap ruins like we said or mystic sanctuary awkwardly just banned in, in a couple formats but yeah a mystic sanctuary has you know like the blue it's got like a little bit of blue on the rules box and then this sort of blue i'm trying to think of the the name for when you have the thin lines on cars is it just uh, striping yeah i can't remember anyway just around the art and around the entire card as well and it just it just looks just really cool what's really hammering my nostalgia button are actually the gold border cards oh my god yeah Yes. That weird marbled gold. When I first started playing, I remember buying a pack of the dark and I think I got dark heart of the woods. Nice. And that was like, I just looked at that card for a while. It was cool. It was special. Yeah. I definitely have stared at Dark Heart of the Woods for like half an hour on the bus. But it was just like, hey, this is obviously extra fancy. And now I can get mm -hmm. High Hollow Sculler with that. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, interestingly, the great all singing, all dancing, but not doing anything in particular, Rakdos Charm. <laughs> It's like three sideboard cards in Yeah. One. I wonder how they chose which cards would go in this set. It is a pretty random assortment, these gold cards. Like, very excited for Tide Hollow Skuller as well. Very excited for Knight of the Reliquary. I think Slimefoot is a cool addition. Bloodbraid Elf, awesome. Kasali Pride Mage, Abrupt Decay. Yep. Those are sort of the, the hits from the, like, typical competitive player point of view. And then the rest of these are like, okay, are these, are these big cards in Commander? I didn't know if Cloud Thresher Sliver was something that people needed i mean i remember epic experiment being briefly a thing in modern teamer ascendancy yeah i don't think i've seen a deck with teamer ascendancy but i think it's a cool card yeah the sliver i don't know if the selection of these cards was based at all in the draft environment because you can draft and play them and there is mm. a sliver deck mm. oh in, okay okay in the in the draft but i i, I kind of don't think that is why they would print them i could be wrong my favorite detail on these cards across all of these cards is that if the card cares about the graveyard or can mm -hmm. be cast from the graveyard like past in flames Preston amalgam or lingering souls it has that stupid yeah yep. the odyssey block tombstone yeah <laughs> it's a very poor drawing of a tombstone that sits to the left of the card name to be like hey you can't have people rummaging through your graveyards the order matters that's right that's why it's there right so you can stack yeah. it neatly and still you know look glance at your opponent's graveyard and see if there's a tombstone stone or not yeah it's a cool detail it's neat that they included it for sure mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right should we go over any other faves for either art or yogmoth just value yeah yogmoth super excited yogmoth need a yogmoth selling one yogmoth acquiring <laughs> one yogmoth relationship ended with yogmoth 
Yogmoth new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love the new art. Well, the different art for Restoration Angel on this frame. This is art that already existed. It was like a, it was like a yeah. play F and M or something promo. I, I gave out. I want to say like hundred. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking on Twitter with I think Christine Sprankle, and she was like, "Okay, is this dress white or blue?" And I was just like, Stop. "I gotta do it. I gotta do it." Right. <laughs> Like, are the wings black and the dress is blue or like, no, they're gold and white, right? I, yeah, I remember oh, this no. conversation coming up, actually, and it was super confusing. Amusingly, we actually opened one of these Restoration Angels in one of the packs that we cracked into while we were filming those nice. shorts. Ooh. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, listener at home, we made uh, four, actually. They aren't even all out yet. Four little short sketches, sort of minute-long comedy bits for Time Spiral Remastered, four wizards that they're sending out on social media and 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 whatnot under their Savor the Magic campaign. Because the whole, the whole point of this is accessible nostalgia, right? Like they, they want this whole set, not just the throwback cards, but also the, the set itself to definitely, you know, hit the nostalgia for the people who would have it, but to also have it be interesting to new players. You know, the kind of the kind of situation where an entrenched player who gets the references can be like, oh, let me show you this and why it's cool rather than just like, no, this set is for me. You can't play it. We had some fun doing those. And God, it was just nice to, to do our <laughs> job again. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, check those out on the uh, Wizards Twitter and wherever else they may have posted them. I think I think they're going to go up on the YouTube eventually, but for now they're just going. Yeah, to I saw one media. in a Facebook ad. Yeah. Oh, good. That happened. Perfect. It had 150 comments, most of which oh, were dang. really nice. Thank you, everyone. Oh wow. Okay, I was going to say I was going to make a joke about that because of course they tag right. us in the tweets, so I see all the responses to the tweets, and some of them are like, "Haha, very funny," and some of them are like you know like fix your foils and uh, which is not an unreasonable thing to ask but still and uh, you know yet further still are like you know like hey when's the next whatever you know yes, completely yeah. unrelated question that's just like oh wizards tweeted good i have a question i've been meaning to ask them about something totally different now it seems bring like bring back applewood smoked pulled pork yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> where's Precisely. where's the mcrib yeah. wizards of the coast where is the McRib or like, you know, ban whatever card I hate, even though it's not good. There were there were some of those comments. Too, yeah, for sure. mm -hmm. I was surprised to see that this is moving out of the throwback into the main set. The Tarmogoyf in the set is not the key art from the booster box. That art of Tarmogoyf seems to only exist on the booster box. Yeah, someone commented about it on Twitter and Gavin responded with just, they do that sometimes, but this was maybe the most noticeable time. I guess the, the community all kind of really mm. clued into like, oh, that splash art is Tarmogoyf. We can tell because it bears such a striking similarity to the uh, Modern Masters art. But yeah, it's just, just splash art, which apparently they do sometimes. I'm not sure what the other instances are, but I'm, I'm sure they're there, right? We got that Damnation reprint. I had a lot of fun drafting this set the first time, and I'm... I'm a little sad it's not coming out on Arena. I guess, yeah, I probably am going to have to boot up the MTGO as well. But yeah, I hope that there's still plenty of the surrounded paper once events start again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I we have a we have a box at the office that they sent out to sort of, you know, to magic influencer folks. So uh, we can... Uh, we can sit on that for yeah. uh, for a while. Don't think we need to rush Hat to crack that it open. like an egg. We are though going to be yeah exactly. We are going to be using though the rest of the rest of the stuff that we got to film those shorts because we didn't have to open everything that we got to do a time spiral remastered sealed stream slash video. So we, that'll be live on our Twitch and then the replay will be here on this channel. If you want to see that, that'll be in the next 
couple weeks. I assume if release day is on the 19th, I assume it's on the 19th, but James can update me if that is indeed the plan, which it is. He's, he has done the updating already. Excellent. So that'll be good. But yeah, these just look, these look so cool. You, you mentioned Damnation, and there's a few other exciting reprints inside the set. There's Sliver Legion, Chroma's Memorial, Cloud Key randomly. It used to be expensive, but now should be affordable again. Gemstone Caverns, Urborg, Teleria West, a bunch, a, a bunch of cards like that, like sort of, you know, approaching the Tarmogoyf level of like, oh, I can't afford this. So it will create a window to buy some of these cards if you've been wanting some of these Time Splitter cards for your modern or commander decks. Reiterate, there's a bu- bunch of cards in here that are going to be cheaper for quite a while because of this printing it's interesting also that there's some cards in here in the main set that are legendary and this is the first time that they've been printed with the new legendary frame the spiky top frame Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um art wise too there's a very small number of new arts now i'm gonna wild guess i I have to do the math i'm gonna wild guess that just has to do with artist relations that have changed over the years or maybe it was that they just had like a limited budget or you know access to some extra pieces of art that weren't before and so they wanted to rotate them i'm not sure which but it's it's neat there's only a few cards that have new art in the Temsaw remastered set but it's not zero it's not all mm. just the original arts i mean like the one card that i'm very well not two cards that i'm very excited to see reprinted here are empty the warrens and grape shot not for any kind of economy reasons but oh i loved draft storm it can go so completely wrong you can just wind up with nothing and then you get to go to lunch <laughs> right <laughs> What other, like, those are the payoffs. What storm enabling is in the set? Grinning Ignis kind of is like the worst card you really want to pick up. I was hoping to see Manamorphose here, but that was from Lorwyn, right? Yes. No, wrong card, Cameron. Grinning Ignis was in Time Spiral, but then again, it was in it was in Modern Masters. I think basically what you're looking for here are like the suspend cards, right? Like you're, you want to try to like set up your suspend so that a bunch of them hit simultaneously and then like, grape shot for five like a lava axe i don't know pact of the titan like no yeah I, I don't think you're actually storming out in time spiral limited i was gonna say it feels like those are just sort of like value cards in this draft that you're not actually gonna like you're not gonna grape shot someone out to the dome unless you've already beat them down to like five or something but i want to right like i'm gonna force it and not post any numbers honestly in limited grape shot not that bad of a card like you just you have fire which is a totally reasonable card two mana for two damage split how you want and then if you have grape shot you just have to cast a spell first to get fire and so that's a downside but the upside is if you've managed to cast two spells then you know now you have arc trail and so it's not that bad beyond grinning ignis there's also chromatic star so if you're patient with chromatic star you can get an extra hit for only one mana kind of like the ignis mm-hmm. and uh, there's joyra's time bug is reprinted in case you want to like you know really really go for the like okay everything's coming off suspend in the same turn plan right 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 if you can just get four copies of empty the warrens that could win a draft game yep yeah like empty the warrens like it starts off as you know kind of well it's like half of a a krenko's command right yeah or like a very expensive krenko's command but yeah if you cast one other spell that turn first or one thing comes off suspend then i think four goblin tokens for four mana is not the worst yeah certainly so i mean 
going all in on every single card in the pack that might be good in your storm deck probably a pretty sketchy way to do the draft but including grape shot and including empty the is totally fine i had the most success drafting slivers in this in this format i managed to win this is the first tournament i ever won at yellow jacket i won the planar chaos release sealed this is before we could have pre-releases in store so we just had a sealed the first saturday that the set was legal to buy and i managed to defeat my good friend tyler sage whose deck was all about these green suspend flying bees that i don't think made it into the set oh no they did giant dust wasp tyler had a bunch of giant dust wasps but i managed to kind of base red green slivers them out so that's one of the reasons i have such an affinity for this set after that after that tournament i kept playing booster pack wars with like this one other kid at the shop every week for several weeks after that and every week without fail for like four or five weeks in a row one of the two of us would open a damnation <laughs> and like and we were always playing for the cards as prizes, like the whole booster pack was anti. So I uh-huh. I earned myself like a whole place of damnation just from buying like <laughs> just from like trash canning this kid. Well, it, they were close matches. I might have lost one of them, but yeah, I, right, were, right. We just kept opening damnation for some reason. Just going back to the old border for a second. There's so many things I'm happy to see here. I just I'm just very excited. Like Zulaport Cutthroat, Celis Conscripts, Thoughtseize with the Lorwyn art looks amazing. Yeah, just wastes remand yeah remand bedlam reveler yeah unspeakably spicy actually bedlam reveler i love that card ninja of the deep hours mm. which is like i really like that card mold drifter oh paradoxical outcome mm-hmm. palace jailer yeah ponder did we mention ponder oh i think ponder goes without saying because ponder is going to be like the get right well probably thoughtsies but yeah <laughs> That's a very exciting one, yeah. Yeah. Also, elf standouts, uh, both Re- Reclamation Sage and Beast Whisperer, mm-hmm. and Elvish Mystic. Oh man, this Elvish Mystic is going to be popular too. Also, can we just say thank you to whoever put Keldon of the Third Path in Old Border? He has mm. come back to us. <laughs> Finally, now where he belongs. Also, Gary. Gary. Yeah, yeah, Gary. Old Border Gary. This just fills me with warm feelings. I almost wonder if there's going to be like a, you know, because I think the idea is to get all the warm feelings but i wonder if there's gonna end, end up being some sort of weird like backlash against these old borders from old players who are just like no you you new kids aren't allowed to have these new there's old borders these are our cards i will fight them <laughs> yeah i mean i i hope not it just crossed my mind and i'm like that'd be funny i mean yeah it's like i, th- I think you're probably going to wind into any kind of you're you're always going to have people who are like Meh, i'm a grumpy old man but for some reason i think i'm gonna argue with children today <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that sounds like the magic community, right? Like, I, yeah. I'm just predicting this thing because it seems so, you know, on point for, for our scene. But yeah, that's this set looks fantastic. I really hope I get enough opportunities to draft it. Like, you know, at least a few. Also, will these be getting the old foil treatment? Like where it's the border that's foiled? Great question. No idea. Graham, have you opened a foil? Yes, actually. I did open one foil old border card. It was Goblin Engineer. Yeah. And the the foil treatment is very similar to the old border foil treatment where the the border is foil, but the mm, art is happy not. Happy peeping noises. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah, it it yeah, it looks really good. And are there one of these in every pack? Not a, a foil old border, but you get an old border card once per pack? Yeah, you get an old border card in every pack. You can also get a foil in packs like with the same sort of regularity that you would normally. You're not guaranteed a foil, 
but that foil could be a throwback though just based on what i've opened it's considerably less likely yeah i think i read a tweet that someone said only in every i want to say once every box like every 36 packs or something you're likely to get an old border foil so then to put together a whole set of old border cards and foil is something like 90 boxes so they're probably gonna be pretty pricey these old border foils but that's okay they are reprints mm-hmm. yeah it's it's nice actually people people often really like it when there's a a good lottery of play and this set seems like it's going to be a fantastic lottery i can remember early on when i was working at yellow jacket we, we had some future site packs still lying around like right around when lorwyn shards of lara came out magic was not as nearly as popular as it is now and so we just had old sets that were collecting dust and then eventually the price of tarmogoyf went up as the legacy scene started to kind of climb and so we sold all the future site packs in like one weekend when tarmogoyf hit i think 50 dollars for the first time which is hmm. neat thinking about the the price history of tarmogoyf sort of a hilarious graph but yeah there's certainly going to yeah. be whatever, whichever one of these cards it is that ends up being the most sought after is definitely going to pay for i'm going to say a box or two if you manage to get it i don't know which one's going to be i assume thoughtsies seems likely although like i would also bet yogmoth is going to be very pricey for commander players yeah well what else happened this week now as we've mentioned time spiral remastered will not be on arena but a new other thing did just come out for arena which is historic anthology 4 and we were talking about it just before we came online to record and i think cameron or i idly said what is in historic anthology 4 and nelson said nothing no i said not much i said not much not much (laughs) yeah not much okay so these are again cards that are added to arena to sort of pad out the not pad out that's maybe the wrong term but they go directly into the historic format they're cards that are otherwise not on arena and you know they're sort of splicing up historic and there's a bunch of cards actually from amonkhet which is interesting it's cards from amonkhet block that were not in amonkhet remastered so adorned pouncer is one of them declaration in stone which was the sort of exile card from i want to say avison restored or no shadows of Rinistrad rather thraben inspector triumphant reckoning iceberg cankrix merit lages slumber think twice amit eternal death's shadow faith of the devoted torment of scarabs flame blade adept goblin gavalier harmless offering lisalana Huntmaster, saw tusk demolisher i'm gonna come back to that one in a moment spider spawning hamza guardian of arishin collected conjuring abomination of lanwar bone splitter cold steel heart inspiring statuary sword of body and mind and blink moth nexus so definitely some interesting things there a couple things just reading through that list a couple things jump out at me right away one of them i mentioned saw tusk demolisher i have never seen this card before in my life is this from one of the yes commander decks the ikoria commander decks i'm okay. not sure which one but that's definitely the ikoria commander symbol on it yeah so it's a six six with trample for four green green so it's a colossal dreadmaw but you can mutate it for three and a green and whenever this creature mutates destroy target non-creature permanent its controller creates a three three beast token so you get to beast within every Every time you mutate it. That's neat. Seems seems all right. I've seen like there was a deck running around yesterday that was running four of Harmless Offering to oh, really? do some shenanigans. Really? I didn't actually look into how it worked, but I was like, wait, when is Harmless Offering in a re... Oh, right. Historic Anthology. Yeah. So this has dropped the time of recording already. Yeah. I just wanted mm. to say like there's not much in it what i mean by that is that if you play arena regularly i mean i think for most people the choke point is rare wild cards so i think you want to analyze
realize the the price of buying this anthology with the number of rare wild cards that you will have to give up in order to get the cards you want out of it and so it might it might make perfect sense if you need death shadows you want harmless offerings you want blink moth nexus you want declaration stuff and i I mean i think definitely if you want a dorn pouncer as well if you want all of those rares then great or even more i mean if you want like what are the other ones even the slumber and the inspiring statuary and the amin eternal and god if you are playing collected conjuring tag me in a tweet i want to see your list i'm so (laughs) i'm so down for collected conjuring to ever have a day in the sun but i'm not holding my breath so for me it's like death shadow one of the best cards in the set blink moth nexus and then declaration in stone so it's like yeah 12 rare wild cards versus 4,000 gems i don't actually know how to do the quick math on that but it sort of entirely depends on your play pattern and your account whereas like a bunch of the other anthologies have kind of been a no-brainer it's like 4,000 gems for like you know if it's five cards you need and they're all rares then probably it does make sense but you know what that's okay and i don't want to slam the arena devs at all like if the purpose of these anthologies is just like hey get cards into historic and bypass standard and like you know if they're not worth the gems you can use the wild cards you know and if you don't have the gems or if you don't have the wild cards maybe you can buy it with the gems and it's like that's great for everybody right like say you just want to have bone splitters now you can just turn some of your common wild cards into bone splitters and your uncommon wild cards become cold steel hearts like that's actually great news for me i'll probably end up putting cold steel heart into a historic deck that i play so yeah it not being worth it can be a really good thing fair enough weird point that i noticed and you mentioning cold steel heart reminded me but you've got that one iceberg cancrix and merit lages slumber which are all snow permanents but they don't have or actually I, mean, I guess i haven't seen them on arena do they have the kaldheim snow border treatment Ooh, they don't look to on the i'm looking at the wizards page announcing this set and so maybe they just have their regular printing because i think they should i don't i don't have a horse in this race because i mean if it's if it's on arena yeah i i, I don't this is not right. a deal breaker on any level I, but but if it's on arena they should be able to just go use this border for it and because it's digital they can just go oh it's this now because there's snow right like it, it's gonna look weird when you put your deck together and they don't have the cool frost we got 10 minutes effect. left i'm booting up arena and making some cold steel hearts we're gonna find out yeah i'm i literally <laughs> actually just booted up arena because i realized hey i want think twice in my gladiator deck there you go yeah so like there are some cards that i'm happy to see here there's nothing i'm like oh well i would like to brew with this Right, like Death Shadow, I think is definitely like a build around. Like Harmless Offering has apparently a fun deck related to it. Spider Spawning is cool. It's an objectively cool card. I don't know if it's good enough for anything. I don't know. We're gonna need some sort of other card that lets you cast sorceries from your graveyard for free or something in order to make Spider Spawning a constructed card. I would imagine. I'm medium concerned about Iceberg Cancrix because now we have that and Ruin mm. Crab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, it's just Mono Crab Landfall Mill you. Yeah, I have already been milled out in historic like there's already just barely enough cards for a shell of like blue white or blue black control slash mill and i don't think it's anywhere near a top deck but it did work i was you know i'm usually playing like a slow ramp deck like i like to play the uh mono brown paradox engine and so that deck can definitely get milled out so yeah the cankerx might might matter too okay yeah i think if the snow border is there it certainly is going to make deck building a little bit easier when you're when you're checking how many snow permits you had to try to decide which you know whether or not frost right. is okay yeah. it, it is nice i noticed in call time limited like i I could just easily look at the look at the image of my deck and count them quickly without having to kind of sort through them so that that's relevant mm-hmm. actually speaking of cosmetic aspects for the cards which is a lot of today's episode i forgot to mention that the time spiral remastered tokens have some very interesting tokens i don't know if you 
had an opportunity to see them. But there's a bunch of tokens that have never been printed before that they took this opportunity to make. So there's a bat token that is a one, two with flying that also has one in a black sack this creature return Sengir Nosferatu to the battlefield because oh. it's the bat that Sengir Nosferatu makes. Oh, nice. There's also a knight that's a 2-2 two, two with pro-white and haste and flanking. I don't exactly remember. It's, it's a white knight that's similar to that. I forget yeah. what it's called. I'll find it. There's the penumbra spider. I believe that token's been printed before. I could be wrong, but the the like the black 2-4 with reach that the penumbra spider makes. There's a 3-3 three, three ape from Pongify. There's a 6-1 insect with shroud from something hmm. grub. There's a, there's a Lanwar elves. Oh yeah. From Lanwar Mentor and it's it's Riftmarked Knight that makes that Black Knight. Riftmarked. Oh, okay, cool. And this I thought was very interesting. There's an assembly worker token. Oh nice. From Urza's factory. Yeah, from yeah, from Urza's factory. So it's a 2-2 assembly worker token artifact creature, and it's I believe it's brand new art from Mark Tadeen. It looks like cool. it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So very, very cool. Oh, also metallic sliver looking very mm-hmm. eager. The token or the rather the token artifact creature sliver. There's also uh, Cobalt, which they said was incorrectly printed that it just says Cobalt. It's supposed to say Cobalt of Carekeep. That's funny. So they say that it, they've they've oracled this Cobalt token to say that it does say Cobalt of Carekeep technically. And then there's a goblin. There's a 4-4 giant from uh, Pact of the Titan. There's a brand new soldier token that reminds me very much of the work of Mobius. There's a 2-2 griffin. And then there's the 1-1 cloud sprite, which is a 1-1 flying fairy that can only block creatures with flying. And I'm not sure what makes that. It's a similar card to the to the Lanoir mentor where you, you pay and tap it and yeah. discard the card. It might be, it might just be fairy mentor. Makes sense. Something, something like that. This mm-hmm. kobold misprint is kind of funny because it's the sort of yeah. thing where it's like, oh, you made a mistake, but you realize immediately that you don't have to tell anyone that you made a mistake. So good, you know, good for wizards for taking the the high road there. They're, they've made so few printing errors in the long history of Magic. The last one I yeah. can remember is like that Monarch token that they just fixed with Commander Legends. Yeah, they just missed one word on a token, right, in the text box. Yeah, at the beginning of end step. Yeah. Yeah, because they it could have just been like I need to make a cobalt of care keep. Oh, cool! Here's a zero one cobalt token. That'll work. We'll just we'll just use this, and it would have been fine. But they wanted it to say cobalts of care keep specifically. Yeah. Well, I wonder if we'll get a reissue someday. Different name, different card, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any clues on Arena about if those cards have the frosty border? I have been having trouble contacting. Lots yeah, of it's funny. We, it looks like Arena's down right now. Yesterday was tricky too. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I've been having some trouble last night. Hey, I I submitted my first ever redemption request how long did that take you what the submitting the request not bad it was i don't know like three minutes like you go to the support site and it's like what kind of support are you saying and you just you pick it from a drop down and then you explain the problem that you had and there's a question which is like what are the steps to replicate this issue and i was like i don't know i was i, I didn't do it on purpose the first time <laughs> you know but it was what happened was i was having the waiting for server spinny thing a couple times got into a quick draft was in the middle of a game game and got the waiting for server pop up in the middle of a game but like over top of the battlefield and my opponent was still playing right huh yeah i've seen seen that bug as well then it passed to my turn but i couldn't do anything because this overlay was there so i closed arena opened it back up again it had skipped through my turn and it was on my priority to block so i went to blocks untapped then tried to do my turn and it did that thing again and then the game just ended (laughs) 
the game just kicked me back to the draft queue like the where you see the how many wins and losses you have and the play button and your deck and everything kicked me right back there and that game never happened it what didn't count as a win or a loss it was just like this game huh. didn't exist so adam and i yesterday on LRMTG had the exact same thing and so then we jumped into another game but then when we finished that game we came back and we had an extra loss so at first it showed as like a, a draw like no, oh no. no no wins no losses after our, our game just like stopping and then we played another game i think we lost that game and then we came back and we had two losses oh that might have happened to me too now that i think about it well hopefully i will get my uh mm-hmm. gold back for that mm-hmm. well presumably arena will be fixed by the time you are listening to this and that won't help you play time spiral remastered but maybe you can get a hold of some historic anthology if you see anything in that list that strikes your fancy for historic if you do want to get some time spiral remastered in paper i can't do better than recommending card kingdom check out cardkingdom.com slash lrr let them know we sent you over there or if you feel like directly supporting us you can do so at patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run you may have inferred that that's going to do it for this week basically an episode talking about how much we like how the cards look they're so pretty which is all good they are they are it's an important part of the game i think so that is going to do it though and uh, next week we'll be back talking about i don't know some other stuff probably hopefully yeah we haven't decided yet hopefully by next week we'll figure out (laughs) which one of these cards from historic anthology 4 made arena crash for two days i blame harmless offering (laughs) seems reasonable actually the cat's too cute i just don't know what to do so until next time i have been graham and joined by cameron hello goodbye and nelson bye james was here running the card reader jordan edits these heather gets them online we thank you so much for listening to us and we'll talk to you next time thanks